Hi there, welcome to another episode of Crystal Myth Podcast with a very sleepy Leslie and a chirpy Hi. Mark. Yeah, I'm very merrily sleepy, which is a new <laughs> word I've created. Um, Hi. Yeah. Hi, so this week we're going to be talking about the old EVP. Do, do. Now, do we know what EVP stands for, Mark? Do no, we? I don't Boys know what EVP stands for. So it stands... Even though we're about to do an episode on it right now. Yeah, for shame. Uh, so EVP, I think there's a, there's another word for it as well, but I can't remember. So it stands for electronic voice phenomenon. Now, that could be anything, couldn't it, Mark? It could but, be a really good album. Well, there's ELO, isn't there? And that's the Electric yeah. Lake Orchestra. <laughs> but EVP is basically when people attempt to record the voices of the dead now there's also it could also be in the form of not necessarily recordings um certainly back in you know as soon as anyone invented the means to record the human voice then obviously besides maybe making porn with it which is what everyone does with new technology. That's the first thing you do. The second thing you do is try and contact the dead with it. <laughs> yep. I don't know. Yeah. So virtual reality. Yeah. The internet toasters. They've all been used in exactly the same way. So it evolves from recording onto like um a reel-to-reel track. I don't think they were, they were able to record the dead onto, like, phonographs, say, or gramophones, I don't think. It has to go through a speaker system. There has to be, like, static sound. But I'll tell you about the first the, the first one, the first effort to do the electronic voice phenomena thing. Please then do. it would have progressed onto, well, battery-powered dictaphones with tape. Then it would go on to digital uh, recordings, and often now people can just use their phones. They've got a recording device on their phones. People often use apps. You know, like, I don't know why they would want to do this unless we prove that someone snores or if they talk in their sleep. But you can get apps where it will record any noise. So it will be recording continuously. It will only record when there's a noise. Where it detects That's audio. Cool. I didn't know there was that kind of app. Yeah, so you could set it up at night before you go to bed and then imagine you're sleeping right and you hear something that's not your voice. <laughs> you know you're alone. I'll put like it if a ghost While you're sleeping. Room, but like really petty insults at me. Yeah. <laughs> like if I played it back and just every time it came on, it was like, you're a fuckly slut. Everyone hates your face. <laughs> Don't like your jackets. <laughs> <laughs> your new boots are trash. Wear cheap clothes. <laughs> <laughs> or just oh, like no. really harsh, just like you're a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I wake up fucking miserable every morning. <laughs> I don't know why. I just feel terrible. It's because a fucking ghost is whispering his shit talking in my ear every night. <laughs> now I've got the proof. <laughs> so then it, someone invented something called a broken radio. 
which is the means to hear it li- like hear it out as it's happening rather than recording it and then listening to it back later it's called the so-called spirit box or ghost box or broken radio which works as in like sweeping different am or fm channels backwards and forwards and taking bits of noise or sounds from the radio signals in the form and the ghost use that and turn it we're using energy or whatever into words random it's usually random words and phrases very seldom do you get like a whole paragraph like you don't get really annoying ghosts that just want to constantly talk like a big <laughs> monologue really like that idea. <laughs> yeah he's like quoting shakespeare down the fucking ghost box and you're like please shop <laughs> enough of this lawrence olivier or whatever I wasn't even thinking something that highbrow, just like you pick up a ghost oh. and it's like, I've always it's loved ducks ever since I was a little girl. This is <laughs> in my 785th year, but from my third year, oh, ducks, I loved them. I used to go down to the duck pond every day. <laughs> one of them bit me in the nuts one time. I'll <laughs> keep going. Yeah, it's not really like that. It's usually just it's quite staticky or it'll be like, get out or hiya or something like that. <laughs> The two kinds of gay ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes people uh, think that maybe uh, with the ghost box that it's not ghosts that are responding, but that they are hearing you as a ghost. So they're saying, like, say, I, say, like, we're in a castle or something and we think we hear voices and, what, like, someone's saying, is there anybody there? And we're like, what the fuck's that? And we go, Hi. Um, but then the person at the other who's saying is there anybody there thinks that we're the ghosts but we're not we're just in another dimension or something hearing them wouldn't that be weird because sometimes you say I was so confused until you said in another dimension because in my head I was like maybe in another time or just like me and you're in one room and like some other pair of people are in another room (laughs) and we're both (laughs) assuming the others are ghosts but no I get you we're in one reality and the other people are in another reality yeah, or say like it's a different time. So say we're someone from the future is trying to ghost hunt, and we are he- we're picking up them in the room like years in the future, which we are currently in, and we're going, oh my god, what is that? But it turns out it's just or the stone tape theory, maybe something similar to that. We're picking up some sort of well, that's a theory anyway that someone has what electronic voice phenomena is. It couldn't, it might not just be there. It's not intelligent. It's just like a, an echo of what you're picking up something I in like the past the theory, or in the future. Though, that it's like, like you actually are communicating mm-hmm. something in another dimension. That's cool. Yeah, or an extraterrestrial. That's another wild one. That they, it's not just ghosts that respond. It could be interdimensional beings or extraterrestrial beings that are. Saying hi, off. <laughs> just random words, demons and stuff. Um, yeah. So that's where we are with electronic voice phenomena. Really, um, the where the ghost box thing or the geoport, which is another one where it's just various different radio signals that come through, and then you pick out various phrases. And skeptics would say, well, you're just hearing what you want to hear. Um, you could interpret the voices that come through. You might hear Madonna's song Frozen was about is she very much like anti-ghost recordings? <laughs> I don't know what do you mean. 
you're just not gay enough, Leslie. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not. I don't understand that. Frozen's the song that starts with her saying like, "What is it? You only hear what you what you're wanting to hear." I don't Some, know. Did, was that was a lyric? No, your eyes only see what they want you to see. You only hear what you're wanting to hear. You're frozen. Oh. Yeah. When your heart's not open. No, you confused me for a second there because I thought you were referring to the Disney film Frozen, and I'm like, I don't remember Elsa singing that. <laughs> But, okay. No, it's just like a, a cutaway scene in Frozen where Elsa and the big giant snowman are having a conversation about their thoughts on electronic voice recording. Well, it's a really good scene. There also, <laughs> could there, be... I feel like I have really weird energy tonight. I don't know what's going on with me. Weird is good. That's what we want. They could also be in the form of electronic voicemail, or it could be in the form of someone for a ghost speaking to you down the phone. Like they phone you, you pick up, and it's some cunt saying hi from <laughs> your gran or whatever. Or usually someone. Was you know it you and I when we were younger that quite often used to get like? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I don't know whether that was a genuine like paranormal thing or if it was just a cross wire but they did seem to respond back to us and then we stopped ha- having our conversation and then started having a conversation with whatever fucking electronic voice it was I wish we had me recording of it action? mostly because we're so old now that I can't really remember what it was talking about but yeah I remember all I remember it talking there was about like was an additional a car voice crash. on the line on occasion it was talking about an accident I, I think you picked out that you said oh what there was an accident and that's all I remember but I remember you responding. You could seem to understand it a bit more than I could because it was difficult. It was basically like a buzzy voice. Like if if the voice if a voice was in the form of a buzz, an electronic buzz, that's basically what it sounded like. It was weird. Like <laughs> stupid. I can't do it because <laughs> I can't I can't imitate electricity. <laughs> I feel like it says a lot about me. It as a person that oh. when we thought we could hear the voice of some sort of interdimensional or spiritual being one i wanted to engage it in casual conversation and two then yeah. i forgot what it said <laughs> yeah but, you know, we were only like what 14 or something at the time yeah we were like it, it was a very the days were, yeah we would just speak in our landlines because it was free you know because we had the same i think the same landline provider yeah, I think there was like times of day could where phone we could it. phone each other and you didn't have to Yeah, I think it was after six o'clock or something. You could phone and you could talk as long as you wanted. And That's how yeah. you know it was free, but there would be ghosts uh-huh. online. There would be fucking ghost talking online as well. <laughs> but it was only ever on the phone in my parents' bedroom. It never happened on the landline downstairs because we had two phones. We had one in the hall and one in my parents' bedroom upstairs. So I was convinced for ages that maybe my bed. Parents' bedroom was haunted or something. I think it was only ever though when you were on that phone and I was on my parent. You know, remember when we were, I mean, again, a long, long time ago, but my parents yeah. randomly had a landline in the kitchen, even though the kitchen's right next to the living room, and they never yeah. used it because it was just like mounted on the wall in the kitchen. So whenever I phoned yeah. you, I nearly always phoned you from that one because I could just go sit on mm-hmm. like one of the breakfast stools in the kitchen and not have to be in the middle of the <laughs> living room. But I yeah. think it was only ever if you were phoning me from that phone and I was on to you on the kitchen phone. It was definitely my landline, not yours, that had the voice through it. Definitely. Because it never happened any other time 
I don't think, well, maybe it might happen when I was on the phone to other people other than you, but it was you that noticed it, thank fuck, because I thought I was going crazy. Because <laughs> I was like, can you not hear that that other voice on the phone? What what? Who is that? And then it would respond back, I swear to God. <laughs> I wish I could go back in time and do it again. So we could, you can't really record landline um, phone calls. I don't know how you would do that. But yeah, it was so weird. Um, yeah, I don't know how we would have went about that either. Also, we would have to have the equipment set up in advance, but I still wish we had. I would be interested to see, to to recall mm-hmm. what we were saying to the, whatever it was, the being. Yeah, the electronic voice in the machine, the ghost in the machine, so to speak. Uh, well, how did it begin? Well, there was a spiritual religious movement, which was in the 1840s to 1940s. They had a distinguishing belief that spirits of the dead could be contacted by mediums. Um, So new technologies of the era, including photography, were employed by spiritualists. And and it still is today. I mean, you can use Polaroid cameras, I think. But then you can use full spectrum cameras now with the technology to detect like cold spots, I think, or heat signatures. Because we are hot as human beings, we run hot. So you can see distinct, like, you know, in the Predator films or whatever. And then if there's a ghost around, apparently it's like a cold spot that comes up. Something like that, anyway. And I mean, that it makes can sense detect to infrared. That time that when mm. we sort of no face pointed at me, it, it, was a very, it was very cold. And it wasn't a cold day. Mm. So if you had an infrared camera, it would probably come up as quite a blue image if i was standing next to it i would be coming up as like red so thomas edison he's a bit of a cunt though to be honest i don't really (laughs) i mean we could talk about him but he has total cunt he stole everyone's ideas and then passed it off in his own and he electrocuted an elephant just out of spite towards tesla um (laughs) to prove that his his version of electricity was better than Tesla's or no 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 it wasn't it was the opposite he was like look how dangerous Tesla's electricity is it'll kill an elephant so use mine safer what a prick Uh, so he was asked in an interview with Scientific American to comment on the possibility of using his invention with spirits it wasn't his invention but he claimed it was he replied that if the spirits were only capable of subtle influences, a sensitive recording device would provide a better chance of spirit communication than the table tipping and Ouija boards mediums employed at the time. However, there was no indication that Edison ever designed or constructed the device for such a purpose. Yeah, because someone else would have done it and then he would have taken the credit. Out of their hands and away with it. As sound recording became widespread, mediums explored using this technology to demonstrate communication with the dead as well. Spiritualism declined in the latter part of the 20th century, but attempts to use portable recording devices and modern digital technologies to communicate with spirits continued. I mean, it makes sense. If you've got technology, you may as well use it. I mean, look at Ghostbusters. They had all kinds of fun gadgets, didn't they? They did. Mm -hmm. Those ones that shoot out the wiggly lines and all sorts. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. There's an American photographer, and he's an American photographer, but he's got a really, like, foreign-sounding name, Attila von Zazley, I'm I'm thinking (laughs) how you say it. I would argue that he has um, three foreign-sounding names. Yeah, (laughs) 
Attila's quite a badass name. I like that. Attila is a badass name. Attila. He was among the first to try recording what he believed to be voices of the dead as a way to augment his investigations in photographing ghosts. He began his attempts in 1941 using a 78 rpm record but it wasn't until 1956 after switching to a reel-to-reel tape recorder that he believed he was successful working with a guy called raymond bayless von slazzy conducted several recording sessions with a custom-made apparatus consisting of a microphone and an insulated cabinet connected to an external recording device and speaker Slasley reported finding many sounds on the tape that could not be heard on the speaker at the time of recording, some of which were recorded when there was no one in the cabinet. Why am I imagining like a tiny little cabinet, though, that you put on a desk? I'm like, nobody would fit in there because I'm thinking of little dictaphones or whatever. Maybe he had something much bigger. I wasn't like, thinking quite as small as you, it? but I was also thinking, and actually, strangely, until <laughs> you said what an odd thought, it didn't occur to me it was strange, but yeah. I was thinking like a cabinet that you could maybe store a baby in. Oh, okay. Like to store babies in cabinets. I was thinking even smaller than that, but he believed these sounds to be the voice of discarnate spirits. Right, this is funny. Among the first recordings believed to be spirit voices were such messages as, "This is G. Who is it? Snoop Dogg? <laughs> what? This is the 1950s." This is G. Again, I feel like that ties into your like time slip thing because I can imagine now if some like we Ned heard a voice in a wall going like, "Is there anybody out there?" They'd be like, "This is G. What are you on?" G man. <laughs> the next one is now. This makes no sense, but I think it's funny as well. Hot dog art. <laughs> Hot dog art. Okay. <laughs> Why did they want to say hot dog art? I don't know what kind of message that's supposed to mean. Uh, unless it's like slang, like hot dog art. I don't know who art is. And this one, which is fairly pedestrian, but random. I mean, was it Christmas at the time that he recorded it? Who knows? It says Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to, New Year to you all. That's quite a long, long sentence. for. Uh, it's quite a long sentence. Okay. <laughs> so those so the examples of the first recordings that he supposedly got from the ghosts or the dead. Um, his work was published by the Journal of the American Society for Psychical Research in 1959. His partner Bayless later went on to co-author the 1979 book Phone Calls from the Dead, which I think I've read. Or it's something similar, similar to that. In 1959, Swedish painter and film producer Friedrich Jurgensen was recording bird songs. Upon playing the tape later, he heard what he interpreted, now that's stressed the word there, interpreted, to be his dead father's voice. I guess his, his father sounded like a bird. And then the spirit of his deceased wife calling his name. He went on to make several more recordings, including one that he said contained a message from his late mother. I don't know about that. I want to know what she was saying. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Okay, some people have said that they've made over 10,000 recordings that have communication with discarnate people. Um, some of them were supposedly Winston Churchill. <laughs> 
which I've got an example of, which I'll, I can play for you. I don't know if you'll be able to hear it through this mic, but well, it's probably no more coherent as a normal EVP would be. There's different classes for EVPs. There's like class A, which is like very clear and there's no dispute about everyone understands what it's saying there's like no other interpretation of what it's saying like say like everyone hears the the phrase hello how are you or something like that it's not um like then class b is like you can hear it clearly through the speakers but it's not but there's different interpretations of what they're saying because you know like misheard lyrics and things like that and songs yes. so it could be the same in EVP one person could be hearing one phrase and another one could be hearing something different and, and like that TikTok I... thing not that I'm on TikTok but you know the thing where it's like like it randomly generates a word and whatever word you see is what you hear them saying but there's like, yeah. like it's like the same whatever it is they're saying but whatever the one of ten words are you read that's what you hear remember that that one where it was like everyone was hearing ever Lanny or Laurie or something and it was yes. depending on yeah well like I watch a lot of these ghost shows ghost hunting shows and often when they say they've captured an EVP it'll put up the subtitles of what they think it's saying but obviously like if you hear it without the subtitles I don't know if you're hearing that because then afterwards if they put the subtitles up you're like oh yeah it does say that because you're reading it and you're hearing yeah. it but then if you don't have the subtitles are you actually hearing what they think it is because sometimes I thought no I'm sure that said something else it's, it's difficult when it's not very clear um but it's hard to like some of them come through as an actual recognizable voice but a lot of them are sort of staticky like what we were talking about on our landline like an actual electronic voice just different um or, or some come through as plainly masculine some come through as like female but then again I, I i've heard these voices again and it's hard to tell whether it's male or female could be gender neutral <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i don't know why. <laughs> if you even like when you're a ghost i mean does does your sex really matter like you're fucking spirit like who cares i don't know i mean yeah you don't have genitals anymore so well would you would you have a ghost stick in a vagina i don't know because you've not got it's not like you can reproduce as a ghost so what's the point of having that do you (laughs) ghost sticks serve no purpose Well, maybe it's like Casper, you know, like that makes more sense to me. You know how like Casper and his brothers and that, you think, well, they're just blobs with like a, they don't have legs. They've just got a sort of squiggly bit at the end. Yeah, they're like blobs that with a bit you talk to and some bits that can move stuff. Yeah, I mean, that makes more sense to me as than maybe that's just what they present themselves as because that's what they, re- they looked like in real life. But actually, you're just nothing. You're like mist. Maybe if think... uh, somebody was really proud of their dick when they died, <laughs> that would be the the bit that they would use their energy to form. Like, oh my god! <laughs> I'm not going for face. I'm just going to be an amorphous blob with a dick hanging off. Of me. What is that at the end of the hallway, floating about? Oh my god! <laughs> the giant penis. <laughs> uh, That's what they choose to manifest. <laughs> That's funny. Imagine it's just like a big pair of tits and a cock floating about. <laughs> And why do we always take it to that level? Well, I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> in 1980, William O'Neill 
constructed an electronic audio device called the Spiricom. Like, I think this is, I think I remember reading about this. O'Neill claimed that the device was built to the specifications which he received psychically from a guy called George, George Mueller, a scientist who had died six years previously. So when they were both alive, what? No, sorry. When <laughs> they're not both dead. When when George Miller was still alive and William was obviously like friends with him, they discussed each other like what if we could communicate if one of us dies, let's prove it. And then he says that what like when George died, he psychically that well, I don't know why he wouldn't tell him when he was alive, but he psychically told him how I mean, to yeah, it is weird from the secret. You think it would be yeah. easier for them to communicate as well if you told him while he was alive because <laughs> yeah. he have a device to communicate with him. So he claimed, O'Neill claimed that he was able to hold two-way conversations with spirits through the Spiricom device and provided the design specifications for, to researchers for free. However, nobody is known to have replicated the results O'Neill claimed using his Spiricom devices. How, right, so the reason why he explains that is that O'Neill's partner, retired industrialist George Meek. So, so they're all gay. Okay, that's quite cool. Attributed to O'Neill's success, or maybe it's his business. It doesn't say if it's his sexual partner, if it's his business partner. I don't know. Attrib- we should always err on the side of sexual partner. Okay. He defended O'Neill, saying that the inability of others to replicate it is because O'Neill has medium mystic abilities and use all don't. So <laughs> forming part of the <laughs> I assume that's an exact quote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he knocked the mic stand over and went, I'm leaving. that was the news through the box saying that in 2020 Kenny Biddle wrote a comprehensive article explaining the origins of the Spiricom as developed by O'Neill and Meek he was prompted to do so by the re-emergence of the device on the television series Ghost Hunters let me check that out he comprehensively debunked the science behind the device in both the original development and the Ghost Hunters episode Mm-hmm. Another electronic device Another. specifically constructed in an attempt to capture EVP is Frank's box. <laughs> I find that funny. Or the ghost box. I find that funny too. Do you want me looking Frank's box in? <laughs> it's a lovely big deep box. <laughs> I reach inside. Go and have a wee peek. <laughs> you might see a ghostie. <laughs> Oh. In 2002 by EVP enthusiast Frank Sumpton for supposed real-time communication with the dead. He claims that he received his design instructions again from the spirit world. Why are they not telling us how... I don't know, maybe they only know how to create devices to speak to them with rather than, you know, creating a device that will give us cold fusion or something. And also, though, yeah. same criticism again. So I... <laughs> Spirit told him how to create a device that you can communicate with spirits using. Yeah. But the spirit was telling him that therefore so why the he... device is needed. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. 
but only he could hear their voice maybe because he was a medium and he needed that to close the lips so to speak i don't know fuck it the device is described as a combination white noise generator and an am radio receiver modified to sweep back and forth through the am band selecting split second snippets of sound Critics of the device say its effect is subjective and incapable of being replicated. And since it relies on radio noise, any meaningful response a user gets is purely coincidental or simply a result of pareidolia, which is what your brain chooses to hear to make sense of it. Like the the other equivalent is the visual of, of that is you know how you see a pattern on the wall, like say shadows on the wall, and yes. your orders like say like if I look up to the horrible eighties rough cast ceiling that I've got I could probably pick out patterns and faces in it doesn't mean they're ghosts um so that's the sketchable point of view uh, responding there because I tilted my head back to look up at my own 80s artex ceiling to see what uh, undead faces I can see in it I mean if you stare at something long enough you'll probably start to see patterns it's like how people claim that they've seen Jesus in their toast have you got Jesus in your toasts Mark you had toasts Oh, you don't see your holy virgin lady? You ate Jesus. <laughs> you would eat him. <laughs> Jesus loves to be eaten. He's very clear about that. Well, I mean, he is very clear about that, isn't he, Jesus? He, he wants to. He wants us to eat him. He does. He, he says everybody have a munch, and everybody then he's go up into the sky. Delicious. Mm, I've never actually tasted Jesus. To be fair, I've never had the holy communion, so um, I, I guess it tastes. I, I don't imagine it tastes of anything. No. Put a bit of flavour on it or something. It'd be oh, nice to eat a bit of black pepper. A bit of black pepper, black parmesan cheese, you know. <laughs> um, the pattern that I'm picking up on in my ceiling is that there's several many blobs that look like different bird skulls. Well, there you go. Yeah. I mean, like, and then the uh, voice version of that is that you could just hear what you want to hear, basically. Like I said, if it's not a class A, if it's not absolutely clear, then you could just be hearing what you want to want to hear based on what you're trying to who you're trying to communicate with. Uh, the paranormal researcher Ben Radford writes that Frank's box is a modern version of the Ouija board, also known as the broken radio. <laughs> oh, there you go. Put your hand in here and have a wee go on my broken radio. <laughs> In 1982, Sarah E. Stepp founded the American Association of Electronic Voice Phenomena as an AAEVP. It's not a very good acronym, really. In Severna Park, Maryland, a non-profit organisation with the purpose of increasing awareness of EVP and of teaching standardised methods for capturing it, Estep began her exploration in 1976 and says she has made hundreds of recordings of messages from deceased friends, relatives and extraterrestrials. Okay. <laughs> whom she speculated originated from other planets or dimensions. Well, yeah, that's what an extraterrestrial is. They're yep. not just hanging around there. Not, not very speculative. Oh dear. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Um. I mean, I have dabbled in it myself when I was younger and teenager, and we put. I, I swear, like we used a child's toy recording. It was called like you know a talk girl or something, something like that. Um, my friend's wee sister at the time, who's now in her forties, but that makes me feel old. She had this pink toy that you could record stuff on. I think it was like for her dancing, and we used it. And Debbie went right. It's Leslie's birthday today. Anyone want to wish her happy birthday? And then we waited, 
And then we played it back, and I swear to God, a voice did say, Happy birthday, Leslie. Oh. <laughs> Which was nice. What a nice interdimensional being. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if it is interdimensional beings, it's selling them quite well that they're just using it to wish people happy birthday, wish people a happy new year. Well, not always. Advertise their hot dog art. I've heard EVPs where they've told people to fuck off and, you know, you would get grumpy ghosts or people like that. Like, but then if you're like a ghost that's on the night shift and, or sorry, yeah. if you're an interdimensional being that's on the night shift and somebody's <laughs> waking you up going, is there anyone there? Have you got a message for us? You would be like, fuck off. Fuck off, you can't. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, of course. One of my neighbours was clearly going out to work early this week and um, got in their car at half past five in the morning and put the radio on full blast and had I got to the window quick enough, I would have told them to fuck off. So I get why the interdimensional beings would do that. <laughs> it's perfectly reasonable. Oh, there's something here about sporadic meteors and meteor showers. I'm like, what's that got to do with EVP? That's quite interesting. So it says for all radio transmissions above 30 MHZ, I'm not really, I don't understand. I'm not recording engineer so i don't really understand what that is which are not reflected by the ionosphere there is a possibility of meteor reflection of the radio signal meteors leave a trail of ionized particles and electrons as they pass through the upper atmosphere a process called ablation which reflect transmission radio waves which usually flow into space these reflected waves are from transmitters that are below the horizon of the received meteor reflection in europe this means the brief scattered wave may carry a foreign voice which we can interfere with radio receivers but what meteor reflected radio up somewhere else and carries it yeah but how i don't understand like meteors are carrying the voices of what extraterrestrials or something i totally misinterpreted i was taking it to be like which still makes no sense but like meters are carrying like our voices so a meter radio waves right pick up your voice and then carry it elsewhere and then it will be dropped into a radio wave that's cool does it (laughs) well maybe what if that meteor then goes on to pass another alien planet and they hear you talking about like buying some muffins the other day just like a one second clip of you (laughs) moaning about shit (laughs) (laughs) let's go and be there let's not (laughs) they're they pinpoint you by just listening to that voice on the meteor Imagine they go, they travel all the way across the galaxy to your front door. They knock on the door and you're not in, <laughs> or you are in and you open up with your bathrobe on or something. You're like, what? He's like, muffin. Muffin. You're like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? You want some muffin? Like, well, I suppose. And you come, little creatures. Would you like to come in for a cup of tea? What? <laughs> uh, right. So talking about the class the different classes of evps so um class a is a voice can be heard and understood over a speaker by most people class b voice can be heard over a speaker but not everyone will agree to what is said a class c voice can only be heard with headphones and is difficult to understand a class b or c evp is voice or voices that have one or two clearly understood words or may have one or two clearly understood words. Loud does not equal class A. So if it's really loud, it doesn't necessarily mean it's class A because it's only class A if it's loud and you can clearly understand what they're saying. I'm going to 
right this very second. Google Class A EVP and see if I can hear one. Well, I was just about to say, because I've got an example of an EVP that was supposedly the voice of Winston Churchill. Let me see okay. if it will work. Now a voice, which may be Winston Churchill's, says, Mark you, make believe, my dear, yes. Followed by Winston Churchill. The following sentence, heard at the end of a recording session, indicates that the voice entities have their own transmitting stations. What nun gute Nacht von Zitadi? I don't understand what that last one's supposed to mean. Like, no, why she decided what? that it's German? Yeah. Why is that? that a, like the last one was saying something about a tomato. All I heard was CTRD. I did hear what she said that it was. When I first listened to it, I was like, that doesn't sound anything like what she said it was supposed to be. But now the second time I hear it, I can hear it. What about the Winston Churchill? Did you hear that? Yeah, I didn't hear exactly what she was saying he was saying, but it, I mean, I'm also not saying it is Winston Churchill, um, but whatever the voice was, I could pick up on most of the words she was saying. Well, they were saying that, um, you know, the the guy Giles Brandwith that wears all the fucking jumpers and stuff? I slagged him yes, off. Yes, yeah. Uh, he claimed he listened to that and he genuinely believed it was Winston Churchill, but someone said, yeah, but it doesn't sound like his gravelly voice at all. And he was like, well, it could have been a younger Winston Churchill. Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> But also, why if it was Winston Churchill, would he say, and also I didn't hear Winston at all, but why would he say Churchill after he'd finished his sentence? You can hear Winston. It's just very quick and quiet. That's what I mean about EVPs. So maybe the way that ghosts can speak electronically is at a different speed to how the living speak. So... Also, because I've seen video, so-called video footage of spirits moving, like where you can actually see them and they're incredibly fast. Like you see it, like I've seen like a shadow fair, or figure just fly from one side of a hallway past the hall to another, like through a doorway or something. And it's really, really quick because if they're it's just energy, it could just be that their way of traveling about is like instant as opposed to us slow meat puppets <laughs> you know do you know I mean because if they're talking through uh electronically it could just be that we're picking it up with our normal hearing but at a different pace than what they're speaking so that's why it i mean when they say oh he's, it doesn't say that like churchill well maybe that's because he's a fucking ghost and he's talking through an electronic device doesn't mean he's going to sound exactly how he was when he was alive <laughs> or it may be really difficult for them i don't know it could be that they sound different because it's not actually their voice, it's the electronic version of it. So 
I'm really trying to defend, defend it here, but like I'm just saying that's what I think could be the case. I don't know if I believe in it. I'm kind of on the fence about it because it can be open to interpretation. Right? Have you seen any? Have you found any classy EVPs, Mark? No. While we were talking. I'm really. Oh, let me try. Struggling to find anything. Strangely, most of the stuff that's coming up, even though I'm doing a very clear search, is fairly unrelated. Class A EVPs. But everything can be fake these days. That's the problem. Like you could say yeah. that was something, but is it? You know, you just don't know. Well, here's one from Ghost Adventures. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what it says. I'm just going to... Oh. oh, wait, that's an... <laughs> like, they're talking about shampoo. I mean, it very clear. <laughs> I'm just muting. Right, okay, I'm I've been on. closest to right now? Is there any family members here? Is there a strong spirit holding you guys back? Why are you attacking people? What do you want? That's Zach Baggins. He's a dish. Whose land did this first start out with? Upon immediate review of this session, it doesn't take long before a spirit answers Leslie's question. Who are you standing closest to right now? Is there any family members? Oh, I hear that? Yeah, it was next to Bobby. That's what I heard. They answered for his question after my mom's. Is there any family member here? Next to Bobby. Next to Bobby. That's what it just said. Really? Yeah. A spirit is telling us that it is standing right next to Bobby. I will remind you, the spirit voice was captured only moments ago during complete silence. Is there any family members here? Right, so do you hear I'm next to Bobby? Because it. No. I don't know. No, I don't think that's classy. I hear something along the lines of like flepso hobbies. Flepso <laughs> hobbies, maybe? Here's one here, right? Um, It's only 15 seconds long, so. Hopefully there's no ad on it. Oh, there isn't. Right. How long have you lived here? Do you like Luke? What was that? <laughs> I don't know what that's supposed to be. I don't know which of the three different voices were supposed to be the like paranormal voice. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. There's got to be better ones than that out there. I mean, I assume not the question asker, but was it the guy that went, nah, or was it yeah. the person that like, quibble <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. I found one here that I've also obviously not okay. listened to before, so uh, let's hit it and see what happens. Right. Yeah, right. Hopefully this doesn't bring up a random ad. No, it's not. Okay. Told you. Right, that was it, unfiltered. Cancer walks. 
understand it? What was it saying? No, I, it's not telling you what it's saying. It's saying like it's <sighs> a clear example, but yeah. That's the, not a clear example. The unfiltered one, or sorry, no, the filtered one, I couldn't hear anything particularly <sighs> different from the unfiltered one. This isn't really doing much for like pr- proving that the <laughs> EVPs are real. Oh, the notes below it says that it's clear, and then it says, uh, much like we did, you will hear in the um, filtered version, uh-huh. a, you will hear a male voice shout, state, sorry, shouting, stating, fuck you. I didn't um, hear it say fuck you. In a I've forceful got, manner. I've got one here that apparently, right, it tells you what it says. It's only 14 seconds, so let's hear it. Right, you tell me if you can hear what it's saying. If it's class A, it's supposed to be clear um that was it that maybe was somebody playing like a prog rock song driving past somebody else in a car right well the video is of a cemetery and apparently the ghost says, we both go swinging. That's what it does. That's okay. what it says. Play it again for me. It's not very loud. That's the problem. No, that is very clearly somebody in the way in the the cemetery with very loud music on because you can tell from the way the sound changes that it's somebody driving past in a car with the radio on here's one that supposedly says come back that's just um nonsense Right. Did you hear that? Come back. <laughs> and there's apparently wailing in the background. I thought you were somebody saying, I love your hair. See that? I mean, like, you're just interpreting what you want to hear. I think it it, it doesn't work this way. Playing recordings from YouTube down the mic isn't really going to help the situation because you, you can't hear it clearly through but the volume. But then you're not hearing it. Like, like the person yeah. who's playing is also not hearing it. Right, I found one more, and then we're gonna get right. Up. Okay. <laughs> I've also obviously never listened to this one before, so. Is it playing? Oh, time to say. <laughs> Damn it! It is nine oh eight. Okay. Okay. Good evening. It is, I mean, good night. <laughs> it is 9.08. And... That just sounded like kids playing radio. What, what was I supposed to hear there? So apparently the it says, uh, if you listen closely, you'll be able to hear a young girl's voice. She repeatedly shouts, don't hurt me. Right, play it again. That was too clear for me. That just seems like they're literally recording a girl saying, don't hurt me. I didn't hear that. Play it again so I can see if I can hear it. 
Okay. Play it again. What have you said? <laughs> Damn it! It is nine oh eight. Okay, okay, okay. Good evening. It is. I mean, good night. <laughs> it is nine oh eight. And yeah, that sounds too clear. Like that yeah. could just be. Yeah. See, how do you know? Like it just seems like there's two little girls playing in the background. Of, so basically, it's saying uh, this one was submitted to us. Uh, we didn't record this ourselves. It was people basically re recording themselves walking home, having a conversation. And then when they played it back, in the background, they could hear the voice of a young girl ghost repeatedly mm -hmm. saying, don't hurt me. Um, and something that sounds like, you're my slave. Well, I didn't hear that buffer. <laughs> no, sorry. You're a slave. Oh, no, that could be doctored. Right, well, here's another one. Right, did you get anything? No, but it did sound like a human voice. I feel like that one's the most convincing one for me so far, even though I can't pick out what it's saying. So apparently it says, please help me. I don't know where I am. Please help. I mean, that sounds something that maybe a spirit would say. If it if it is a, like... Mm. Do you know, like, the, the, in Japan, see, after the, air, the airport, the fucking hell, what am I talking about? <laughs> The earth, the tsunami, when was that? 20, was that? 20, um, well, the tsunami. I know, I, yeah, um, I can't think the earthquake, of the day. I know, yeah. Uh, they had, uh, they built um, in some place where most of them um, were highly hit and a lot of people died. Um, they built a phone box. It doesn't work. But it's like you just pick up the phone and you can talk down to it, like down the phone. And it's meant to be like for families that have lost relatives and it's a way for them to speak to their dead loved ones down the ghost phone. But I don't know if they actually hear anything. It's weird. That's like, a nice, nice idea. Yeah, but, odd, but nice. Yeah, so it's just a way that they can go and talk to them. Um, because they don't have a gravestone or anything like how they don't have any means of talking to like a resting site because they were swept away in the like the floodwaters of the tsunami so I know sad I mean it's like they could do that with the people who like get crushed under buildings and the earthquake I suppose like that's like thousands of people died overnight when their buildings collapsed I mean are they all just going to be restless spirits because they died so quickly and they don't know what's going on? Or do you, or is, am I just getting too deep here with it? I don't know. I mean, they said that and after the tsunami that there was instances of, and it's on the Unsolved Mysteries, the, the remake one and on Netflix, about it, that ta taxis were picking up people and... And they were kind of wet, and it was ghosts trying to get home. Because you get in the taxi, they would tell them, "Can you take me here?" And by the time they got to the destination, or sometimes halfway there, they would just disappear. So they didn't get their fare, wasting taxi drivers' time. <laughs> Red, ghost. <laughs> Red ghosts. 
Ruth. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense because obviously that's quite a common like ghost story. And I suppose if that is a thing that would actually happen with ghosts, then if there's somewhere where so many people have been killed en masse suddenly, yeah. then yeah, that would make sense, wouldn't it? Yeah, but then would that mean that that entire place would be like a haunted, like, can you get like a whole haunted city because of like disasters? Like, would that area of where the Twin Towers were, would would that be an incredibly haunted place? Just, nobody really goes that there. That is fairly really well, though, because you would assume that, yeah, it would be. But yeah, you're right. Like modern kind of disasters don't tend to be like all of the... Um, all of your kind Titanic. of extremely haunted places, yeah, are like from hundred plus years ago, where they're like, uh-huh. so many lives were lost here. But yeah, it's like, well, why wouldn't somewhere where so many lives Modern. were lost twenty years ago mm. have the same issue? Yeah, because like if you go to the Edinburgh Vaults, it's like, oh, well, loads of people died here of the plague, so that's why it's haunted. And it's like, well, loads of people died in like the Grenfell Tower. Is that place haunted now? You know, but yeah. they're not going to say that because it's too soon. But why would there be like a delayed haunting? Like Yeah, exactly. But anyway, what's what have you what have you got for us with the EVP thing? Um so I for no reason, I don't really know why, randomly decided that I was going to look at well, no, that's not true. I decided to look and see if there were any if there was like an album that apparently has a song that's got like EVP on it. And instead I found lots of albums. So I'm gonna talk about that. Okay. I'm really interested because I don't think there would be like are you talking about pop songs that have got the voices of the dead in them? Because that's really fucking weird. I've never heard of that before. Um, I mean, basically, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I found how many? Did I find really four creepy. examples? Yes, I found four examples. Okay, please. So the help. first one is the Jane Seymour or Doctor Quinn Medicine Woman, who I believe we've talked what? about before on the podcast. <laughs> Did she have a pop career? <laughs> uh, no, she didn't. But she bought a 16th century monastery. Called oh, St. Okay. Catherine's Court in Bath. Mm-hmm. And then after she bought it, she converted it into a recording studio. Oh, all right. I think she's gorgeous, Jane Seymour. Yes, she's absolutely stunning. Yeah. Although it would be very strange because I don't know how that would ever happen. I hope I look like her when I'm her age. Um, <laughs> so she converted it into a recording studio and then several different bands recorded albums there. Oh. The Cure recorded one of their later albums there. New Order recorded an album there. Again. Um, and Radiohead ordered an album, ordered, recorded now an album there. Now you that, Mark, I'm thinking Buddy Holly and the Big Bopper and Richie Valens all died suddenly in a plane crash. Do you think that they would come through and want to finish their albums? Maybe. <laughs> Well, that could be a new career, like you know, you could have like ghost albums of dead singers. Given that I know where this story's going, I think that could be a tip for Jane. She might want to take note of that. Um, <laughs> so they all recorded albums there, and basically, um, mm-hmm. the Cure and New Order both had issues because well, the there was, was like weird electronic noises going on in the recordings that weren't there when they were recording it. Oh, that's awesome. You think Robert Smith would like EVP. Um, mm-hmm. And then Radiohead, it was OK Computer that they recorded there. Oh, amazing. That's such a good album. I've got that. So, I've listened to it so many times. I don't think I'd... OK, yeah. They said that they had similar issues. So there's like tracks that have got noises on them that aren't supposed to be there. 
didn't ruin any of the songs, but there are like sounds that aren't supposed to be there. Um, they were staying on site while they were recording OK Computer because obviously it used to be a massive monastery. And Tom York said that um, basically that when they were sleeping there at night, he would hear the same sort of like static voice, but not same word sounds that were being picked up on the records while he was trying to sleep. And one of the days he woke up and it was like the spirit, a spirit had coerced him to get out of bed and to start hacking into his own hair with a pen knife. Okay, that's fucked up. <laughs> so they left. The band left. Uh, and then yeah. shortly after that, Jane Seymour shut the recording Recordings studio down yeah. because basically everyone was like, we can't record albums here because ghosts keep interfering with the album. But clearly you're Such right. You should just record, like, open it specifically for ghosts to record albums. Yeah, you could get Elvis and other people who suddenly died suddenly. What's that, Kirsty McCall from the Pogues? Yeah. Yeah. There's lots of people Jane could hit up. She could. They could have like a ghost version of, you know, Feed the World, but with yeah. raise money for little ghosts. <laughs> 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 to get David Bowie back, that would be awesome. You could come back and record an album with Jane Seymour's gaff. Bono and Bob Geldof would still show up and make it all about them, ah, though, yeah, even though they're not dead. Well, yeah. Peaches, mate. Dead hearts. Um, okay. The next one I take with a pinch of salt because it is Black okay. Sabbath and Ozzy Osbourne, so I feel oh. like it would be good press for them to be like, we have songs. Yeah. Also, they've done it twice, which is why I'm a bit... Um... But then, if you've got sort of a cult name, then maybe you might attract that kind of thing. But yeah, I get what you mean. That's like... It's hard to believe anything they say because that's their whole shtick. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like Danny Filth saying he's recorded a vampire on his album, Cradle of Filth. Yeah. It would make more sense if, like, I don't know, Taylor uh-huh. Swift was like, I recorded a vampire on my album. I'd be like, okay, yeah. you have no reason to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Taylor Swift, tell us more. Um, so, apparently, when they were recording Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath, they recorded it at Clearwell Castle, which is known to be recorded. Recorded? Why can't Haunted. I? Which is known to be haunted. It's not known to be recorded. Um, and the recordings of one of the songs, or the recording of one of the songs was disrupted when basically there was static sound being picked up while they were recording, not when they listened back to it. And then they stated, they said that a shadow man in a black cloak appeared in the middle of the room. Again, mm. I'm taking this with a pinch of salt. Uh, the man then fled the room. So Ozzy Osbourne and uh, Tony Lomi. Aomi. Aomi, sorry. Followed the shadow man from the room. He fled into the castle's armory. They followed him in. But when they arrived in the armory, which had no way to leave, there was nobody in the room. And by that time, Leslie the song had already been altered. And then many years later, when Ozzy Osbourne was recording The Blizzard of Oz. Uh-huh. Off his tits on fucking whatever. Off his tits on fucking whatever. Mino Valley Studios. Yeah. Um, they, several of the songs, when they'd listened back to them, had EVPs P's on them. So they decided to conduct a seance using a Ouija board to find out what was happening. Uh-huh. Uh, now I don't mean to laugh because somebody is dead but this is a quote from Ozzy Osbourne the spirit spelled out R-A-N-D-Y Randy Y-O-U-A-R-E-G-O-I-N-G-T 
P-O-D-I-E. And then, yes, as you quite rightly pointed out, Leslie, and then just over three years later, Randy Rhodes did, in fact, die. Oh, my God. That's fucked. I don't know if he would joke about that because he was really close to Randy Rhodes. Well, Ghost told him he was going to die. Because what happened? Yeah, he died in a plane crash because he was supposed to go on the bus. And I think, again, it's like the Buddy Holly thing. They didn't, they decided to not to or swap or something. And Randy went on the plane and then the plane crashed into their tour bus or something like that. I think that's what happened nearby. And he was a really, really young guy. He was like really talented as well. He was very good, like like a genius on the guitar. But yeah, did they keep the EVPs on the album or did they re-record it? I'm not. It doesn't say for the second one. So the first, so the stuff that was on Sabbath, Bloody Sabbath, that had the EVPs apparently still has the EVPs in it. Mm. Um, the stuff on the computer apparently still does. I think the Cure and the New Old Order albums do, but I don't know if Blizzard of Oz does. Does it say what they're supposed to have said, or is it just like electronic noises rather than it's you just can like actually hear distinct like words? Syllable noises that they were picking up that were apparently ah, that's disrupting several of the songs. I wonder if Tupac will come back <laughs> <laughs> to record at the studio. And then, yeah. so different studio uh, there is. So basically there's like a famous Shoreditch ghost called Elsie, who's like a little girl ghost. I've been to Shoreditch. Never seen any ghosts. Appar- like, apparently she's famous. I said, okay. I don't know I'm saying that, but she's famous, I don't know her. Um, <laughs> she, like when you go on like sort of ghost tours and stuff in Shoreditch, apparently they take you and tell you the story of Elsie. Right, okay. What, what's the EVP angle? Where she died, so where there's been sightings of her, part of that area is a recording studio called The Garden. Oh, all right, all right. Uh-huh. And there are, supposedly, you can hear Elsie's voice on a track on an Arctic Monkeys album, a track on one of the Cure albums, a track on an Ultravox album, a track on a Depeche Mode album, and uh, Susie and the Banshees also have a... Elsie featured on lyrics on one of their songs. So is she like an official, like or unofficial backing singer now? For she has an unofficial band? EVP backing singer. <laughs> and how did he know it's hard? Like, is it clearly the because, voice of the woman? Or? Yeah, because it's clear on the uh, again. I want to hear this. Them, but apparently, it's clear on all of the recordings that it's like a young girl's voice that you can hear. Right. As like a slight distortion in the background. Um, it's crazy. Now I think to be fair, especially with like the Arctic Monkeys stuff, because that was the only one where I managed to find anything with any of the singers talking about it. But I think they obviously then re-edited it elsewhere and oh. moved. The, so there's like the original recording that has Elsie speaking on it, and then they've obviously edited it. But they were talking about how what's his name, Alex, somebody, the singer mm. from the Arctic Monkeys. He was talking about how it's interesting because again, it's the same. It's not the same voice, it's the same saying that's Winston Churchill. There is oh, okay. what appears to be a young girl's voice that's randomly been picked up on have you tra- got on multiple tracks that have been recorded in that studio. Have you got the audio of it? No. Oh. I know. Damn. Is it available or no? I'm gonna Google again and see if I can find it. I mean he certainly wasn't like the interview thing that Does I read. Alex him. Turner. Alex Turner, maybe, I think. Maybe. Yeah. He wasn't saying though like Oh, 
a Yokira in this recording. It was basically like uh, the original recording before they like edited it. Well, both, they shouldn't edit this shit. Which is a ghost tape thing. Poor Elsie, she wants to be heard. She wants her dream. She wants her dream of being a singer. Come to, like just let her. Elsie, Evie. Not like you need to pay any royalties or anything. <laughs> it's free labour. No, I'm not getting any. Is she wait or unless she's really shit and she's wailing like Yoko Ono, you don't want that. True. Maybe it's <laughs> busy in the banshees EVP. Woo! The typical stereotypical ghost noise on your on your on your song. Woo! <laughs> Ghosts never do that though. They might wail, but or that's banshees maybe. But... Right, hold on. I'm seeing if I can find it on. Oh uh, no! If it's gonna just create too much white um, dead air, let's not bother. No, it's a part. No, I can't. It's on Spellbound. Listeners, just Google it yourself or try and do your, like, yeah, do your own research. Yeah, see if you can find it and let us know because I, I, I mean, I can obviously find copies of or, Spellbound you know, online, but I can't find the Spellbound original recording. But yeah, so apparently it's got. If you're listening, <laughs> please get in touch. If you're listening, release the work of Susie. She's a. Elsie. Elsie. Who's Susie? Susie in oh, the no. Banshees. Yeah. <laughs> Her work's already been released. She's fine. Um, and then the other one that I found, which I think is like a fairly famous one, even though I've never heard of it before, but everything I looked at was like, this is a really well-known one, is the stuff with the Red Hot Chili Peppers when they recorded Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Well, I mean, with an album title like that, how could you not have ghosts on it? Also, they obviously were completely at their tits as well. On it, yeah. Anthony Kiedis was all, on all kinds of drugs. Why did he have, like, a, a, a junkie? Yeah, so they decided well out their tits that they didn't want to record in a recording studio because Harry Houdini's mansion had come up for sale and was thought to be haunted. So they basically, like, got their company to short-term buy Harry Houdini's haunted <laughs> mansion and recorded their album there. They lived there while recording it. Uh-huh. Uh, they Houdini, said that... Yeah. During recording, equipment moved mm-hmm. and there were disembodied sounds and voices that could be heard on several of the tracks. I did find an interview with Flea where he said, yeah, when we listened to those original recordings, we could all hear the sounds and the voices. It was so freaky, man. Although when we listened to it later, they weren't there. It might just have been because I smoked an absolute shit ton of weed. I think that's probably it, because I was going to, like, Harry Houdini was a notorious sceptic, like, very famous sceptic about the whole spiritual phenomena, like, he would poo-poo the EVP stuff, like, he went out of his way, because he knows all the tricks, a bit like, he's like the 1920s, 30s version of Darren Brown, basically, that's what he was, the Darren Brown of their time, except Darren Brown didn't do escape, escape arm tricks, he was just doing mind tricks, but, like, yeah, um, if he dies, ha- we will take lots of heroin and record an album in his house. <laughs> yeah. I've How sent you a picture though that okay. there were. So basically, they took photos the entire time they were recording, but these like little sort of weird, I don't even know how to describe it, like spider webby disc things showed up on quite a lot of the photos. And oh, I thought that was that's one of, the of them there. And it, they did that. say, Flea said, oh yeah, like. It was weird, and they showed up on pictures that were taken, but they always showed up really near Anthony. Yeah, um, it's like totally over Anthony's head. 
I the other one, which to be fair, I didn't actually take a screenshot of to send you. I didn't. So they released two of the photos of these many photos where it happened. The other one, I couldn't make out anything odd in the photo whatsoever. But that one, I can quite clearly see it. Like, yeah, as you say, it looks like he's wearing a weird hat. Uh, yeah. I just think you're a stupid meme there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair. Madonna Maybe that's who we can hear. 10,000 pounds to look younger, but she's ended up looking like a 20p bag of space raiders. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, to people outside the UK, if you don't know what space raiders are, just Google space raider crisps and you'll see what I mean. It's basically any. like them because you're missing out. Yeah. Oh, um, Dave, my boyfriend sent me a video of German yodeling. Let's hear this for a laugh to end the podcast. Maybe there's EVP in the background of it. Maybe. It goes on for like two minutes. So I don't know what it is about yodeling. It just makes me laugh so much. It is joyous. It's funny. <laughs> no offense. Elsie's next album should be a yodeling album. Yeah. Well, I remember back in a few years ago in the Eurovision Song Contest, there was um a yodeling song that I really enjoyed. Uh, I don't know what I think it was Romania maybe it was a weird country that was doing like yodeling because you'd think it would be Austria or Germany or something but it was definitely not it wasn't a country that had um let me look it up I've got I'm sure I bought I actually bought it <laughs> I bought it as a single <laughs> um yeah Eurovision uh what Johnny Rotten's doing a song for representing Ireland which is weird <laughs> strange yeah see the thing like um he's writing it or performing it no he's he's performing in eurovision in the u like because it's in the uk isn't it now so yeah i'm just looking through my chin see if i can find this yodeling song um yeah it's there it's called yodel it I don't know what country it was, so it's 2017. Here we go. Hey, all you out there, wanna sing a song? So you know what? You're the lay, you're the lay, you're singing. You're the lay, you're the lay, you're singing. Okay, that, that's about how you get the idea. 
It was um, beautiful. Maybe that didn't win, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Do you like the Spaceman thing? Like, why are we talking about Eurovision? We should really be wrapping this up now. We've done an hour. We should, but just very briefly, what do you mean, do I like the Spaceman thing? Do, do you watch Eurovision? I just assume that you do. Yeah. Um, I love it. I think the camper, the better. I hate all the fucking boring slow songs. You want like mad, mad I shit. I want absolute madness. Yeah. Yeah. You want absolute mad Europop, mad like craziness. Just <laughs> remember that Bul- Bulgarian one that had like a star on his head and he was all covered in glitter and it was like. Yes, it was fabulous. Oh, why did he not win? Uh, anyway, the. What's the guy? I can't remember the guy's name, but he had long blonde hair and he was like, I'm a spaceman. That's why he came second he, um, because Ukraine won last year and obviously they can't do it in Ukraine because of the war. So that's why they're having it in the UK now. Did you like that song? Oh, it's all right. It was all right. I mean, I don't, I don't oh, know. Oh, why, why did that take me so long to guess exactly what you're talking about? I've heard these other songs and they're not, they're not good. I don't think I have heard any of his other songs. Yeah, they're not they're not really worth listening to, to be fair. I think he's just going to be a one-hit wonder. I mean, I can't have loved it that much based on the fact that it didn't stick in my head at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, how could that... You remember Scooch? <laughs> Tried out and he got... Nothing. It was, <laughs> what is the Scooch one? It was so camp and shit. Uh, or Gemini was the one that, that got no points as well. They were really shite. Uh, for the Eurovision Song Contest. We do like to put a shite act in. Scooch. They were like a really third rate, like poor man's steps back in the 90s. Flying the flag, that's it. We're <laughs> flying. It's so bad. Right, let's see. Let's play this. I'm, I'm sorry, it's subject. Sad. Hello? I'm muting it. Talk. Oh, I didn't realise you were muting it. I thought I assumed that right, it is the OG enter world. No, no, I was just cutting out the ads. How cheesy is this? This really camp guy goes, Would you like any nuts, sir? this fits in well because that kind of is an EVP like can you hear the voice saying would you like some nuts <laughs> I think he says would you like some salty nuts sir 
<laughs> like it's honestly can you believe that that was um in the the noughties like i think it was it must have been i don't know what year it was but it definitely wasn't the 90s which is what that sounds like <laughs> or the 1970s and they beat justin hawkins from the darkness i remember watching that and he went off in a big cream puff because he got beaten by that shit <laughs> to I be mean- fair I can understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not like very vocally gifted, are they? I'll send you the um the video of that on WhatsApp, um, listeners. If you want to, like, you know, make your ears bleed and your eyes <laughs> hurt, maybe like, you might want to YouTube it. <laughs> it's called "Flying the Flag" by Scooch, who are like four people who are clearly too old to be in a sort of nineties cheesy pop band. Yeah, they they were basically like steps only shit, because you know steps that always had a song and they had the dance moves to go with it. Well, that's what Scooch tried to do. But I assume was... their dance moves were just like pogoing or something based on the quality of their music. Can't remember what other songs Scooch did. Maybe, did they do the Pizza Hut song? I think they did do the Pizza Hut song. Did they Scooch songs? Scooch as well. Can I name a that? More than I needed to know, the best is yet to come. I don't know any of these songs. Never heard of them. Both of them sound much like you were saying, almost like step songs. (laughs) Like the titles, not the actual songs. Yeah, it's it's really bad. It's really poor. Okay, so what are we going to do for next week? Oh, a fine question. Uh... What numbers have we got? No, oh, you haven't not. even written them down properly. I do have them written down properly now. Oh, uh, okay. There's 24 at the moment. Let's go for number 23. Uh, number 23 is the 72 symbols. Have we done that already? Yeah. Let's okay. Let's do that. 24. Uh, number 24 is... <laughs> cryptids and I don't know what cryptids were on so but cryptids part 555 <laughs> <laughs> yeah well I'm happy to do cryptids again lovely we like cryptids that's one of our regular things that we do, we do. So often whether you we like it or not fans. we like it so whatever um yeah okay cryptids yay I anymore but I wish there was cryptids in my local area there's plenty of mutants about but not <laughs> cryptids <laughs> If you can get a um, local cryptid for next week, I'll be very impressed. Well, as I mentioned before, there's the EK Monkey Man, but uh, you don't yes. want to come across him. <laughs> don't want to meet him. He's got a knife. <laughs> okay, on that note, watch out for the EK Monkey Man. Bye! Bye! I want to eat your chips. <laughs>